Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Football Thursday. The football week starts on Thursday, man. I mean, I know you get a little max in early in the week and stuff like that, but once Thursday hits, you wake up with a little bit of a buzz because you know, hey, I got some good football to watch tonight, NBA to watch tonight. I mean, whatever. I mean, good Lord, all the sports are on. But uh, this Dallas-Seattle game tonight should be pretty good, so you can enjoy that one. So, hey, let's get the football weekend started. It's championship week. The Pac-12 starts it off tomorrow night with a monster game between Oregon and Washington. And with that said, let's go to the campus. Kona! All right, the ACC gave out their honors. We talked about the all-ACC teams yesterday. We had a bit of a debate about some of the guys who were on the first, second, and third teams. But the player of the year, offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, and rookie of the year were given out yesterday. Starting out, big shout-out. Chambers' own Kevin Casey Concepcion. He was the ACC Rookie of the Year. Big timer. Peyton Wilson took home the Defensive Player of the Year. Pretty much unanimous. There was some good competition for it, but he had 58 of the possible first place votes. And then Ashton Gelati of Louisville finished second. He only had uh, three votes. Jordan Travis took home Offensive Player of the Year, followed by Malik Washington and Drake May. And then the player of the year was Jordan Travis, who got 31 votes. And it was a close one. Peyton Wilson had 25 votes in this deal. We talked about yesterday. I thought it was pretty far-fetched that he would even be that close. Malik Washington of Virginia, the guy told you, Walker Meldon is the best receiver in the ACC. And Drake May finishes that. And then Jeremiah Trotter. So two defensive players in the player of the year race this year. Jeremiah Trotter Jr. of Clemson who said bye-bye and he's going to the pros so he can be even more like his daddy. So what do we think of those awards as you glance over it? What are some of the initial thoughts when you check out who took home the hardware? That I'm fine with everything that that was shown. Jordan Travis winning player of the year. If Peyton Wilson was the only guy that I thought really should give him a run for his money, but Jordan Travis being the QB, it was always going to be tough to pass him for an undefeated regular season in the conference. And this is someone that we're talking about possibly going to New York if he's healthy. Jordan Travis taking away ACC Player of the Year. I'm cool with that. Uh, Honestly, the only one I would say is Peyton Wilson not winning Defensive Player of the Year unanimously. (laughs) I mean, sorry, Gelati. Sorry, Trotter Jr. and DeLoach. It's got to go to Peyton Wilson. What's the case for anybody else over Peyton Wilson? So that would be, it's not even a real gripe that I have. I think they got it right here, Wes. I don't know if you have any quarrels with it. Yeah, I think they got it right as well. But the surprises I saw, like I said, was Malik Washington getting a little bit of the uh, love that he got as well. And so when we, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say what what happens, though, is, you know, there's four votes for Washington. There's three for Drake May in total. There's one for Jeremiah Trotter. So that's outlier city. The real 
the real battle was between Peyton Wilson and Jordan Travis, where Malik Washington, Drake May, yeah, one finished third, yeah, one finishes fourth, but you're talking about three total votes, four total votes. Hey, man. It's really just, on it's just how it is. Any lies, any lies told. No, and so, uh, uh, yeah, because, I mean, Malik Washington had a massive year. 110 no, catches, 14-26 to go with nine tutties. But uh, got to bring Fiddy in on this one, just wondering his thoughts, because I had a little bit of a, uh, just some wonder going on as I looked at this. I mean, with Drake May, this guy was the preseason player of the year. I thought he was going to get it, uh, no doubt about it. And so when you look at him finishing fourth in player of the year, being second team All-ACC, and then with the way Carolina finished the season, Fiddy, would you classify Drake May's season this year is a disappointment I, I mean disappointment might be keeping it nice uh you would I, I would argue this season was a failure because you you have the best quarterback you're you're ever gonna have I mean unless you get a guy like Caleb Williams to come through your program and what do you have to show for it eight and four on the surface for Carolina football it's a really good year but and you were 6-0 and at one point. Yeah, and, and, I, and I'm saying, too, his individual play, did you feel like it was a disappointment? Individually, no, because I, I, I felt like every Saturday he did what he was supposed to do, which was he gave his team a chance. But the guy came back to win and achieve big team goals, not individual awards. And he got neither. He got neither individual awards or team awards, and it's really disappointing. No, I completely agree with everything. I, I think what this was with with Drake May. Are you saying you're surprised with <laughs> I'm this? Shocked. With this being how? Oh, it's definitely a disappointment. Se- disappointing yeah, season. I, yeah. Can, go ahead. I don't think there's any question. No, no, no. Go ahead. I just thought that you would find some silver lining to say that well, he's still you know the best prospect, and I thought he had a fantastic. I can like Drake May, man. <laughs> I, I just like, thought that's what you were going to say. North Carolina's 4-4 four and four in Conference, West. Yeah. Like, they're 500 in Conference. They didn't have a winning record with that guy on their roster. How am I supposed to spin it any other way other than it being disappointing? The, the, the way that you could say maybe it wasn't is this is an 8-4 and four school. Everybody needs to just get with it. It doesn't matter if they have a great quarterback. It doesn't matter what kind of talent. The average is 8-4, and four, and if you get eight wins, that's a successful season. But you can have outlier seasons, too, at a school that is supposed to go eight wins. This was supposed to be a year that they got to the ACC championship and competed, especially in the layout of what the conference was this year. Man, look, I... I'll, I'll be that. If I love Drake May, I'll be that. That's fine. Y'all can accuse me. But I, you do not need to accuse me of not keeping it real with what North Carolina did. Second half collapse, losing to Virginia, Georgia Tech, back-to-back weeks when you were supposed to go 3-0 and with Campbell as the third team. Then you finish – you lose to NC State again, and you don't even have a shot. Like, you come out in the first quarter without any reason for us to believe in you. Yeah, man, I'm not going to get it too crazy. Of course it was a disappointing season for Carolina. Yeah, no, and I agree with you. I'm just giving you a tough time. But, yeah, I think it was too because I thought Drake May was going to sweep ACC honors as far as from an individual perspective. I thought for sure he'd be first team all ACC. We did still get to see a lot of the physical tools uh, that he showed. I mean, he had the crazy throw at Clemson, even though that was his worst game as a member of the Tar Heels. He had those moments where you were like, man, this guy could really be something special at the next level. But just to see, uh, you know, his season in the way it has, I just didn't foresee this. Coming. Well, and I agree 100% with Fiddy because he didn't think it was a disappointing season individually. Think about what you're I thought he did say. No, he was saying it wasn't. 
He was saying disappointing for the team, but not individually, is okay. what Fitty was saying. That's why I agreed 100%. And this is why I agree with that. Think about think about what you're asking Drake May to do. Mm-hmm. Okay? They lost to Virginia, and they scored 30 points. Yeah. They lost to Clemson, and Clemson's defense wrecked everybody, and so did NC State. So, no, Drake May didn't have great games, but you're asking him to be perfect. Because you don't have the defense that is able to save you at all in either one of those contests. So if you think Drake May was disappointing, despite having the leading rusher in damn near all of college football, which is going to cannibalize some of your stats when you're that effective running the football, despite having that, he was clearly the leading passer in all conference play. And that's including the guy that might go to New York and Jordan Travis with two wide receivers that were on the all-ACC ballot. Like... If you're asking Drake May to give you a decent amount more than what he already gave you, then that means you're asking him to be perfect, and there was no QB that was perfect this year, which means you're holding him to a higher standard than even the other Heisman hopefuls. Yeah, man, individually, I don't know if you can say it was disappointing. Team-wise, it was nothing but disappointment. And then, so now we go into the transfer portal. I wish we had a crazy noise to talk about it. That might be something I may work on, some imaging for transfer (laughs) portal updates. But Riley Leonard hit the transfer portal yesterday, and I feel like somebody teased that this was going to happen right before it did. Uh, A couple of hours before that, somebody was like, a big-time quarterback is about to hit the portal. So he's going to, I looked yesterday, 247 Sports had his crystal ball 100% to Notre Dame, but that has not become official yet. They also said it as an Alabama native that Auburn is on the table, and I'm still not going to rule out Texas A&M. I feel like that. Um, Coach Elko could be looking to him to perhaps help him get that thing going. Uh, I forget that freshman quarterback's name that they had at Texas A&M, though, but he was off to a really good start before he got hurt in 2022, though. Riley Leonard, we know the type of year that he had in his career. He had 4,450 passing yards, 24 touchdowns, 10 picks, 62% of his throws. DJU has now hit the transfer portal as well. He will be immediately immediately eligible to play. So I just feel like that uh, in this season where he throws for 2,638 yards, 21 TDs, the seven picks, I feel like with everything going on with the Pac-12 that they allowed him and any other players from those schools between Washington State because Cam Ward's another guy that people are waiting on him to hit the transfer portal. MJ Morris from NC State with his capping behind daddy. Uh, he's in there as well, talking about, oh, uh, we've got a red shirt, but we're not going anywhere. Is but he capping, though? Yeah, he big capping. Talking about that. Remember when he when he, when he red shirted, he said, but he's not leaving the school. He was like, nah, we're not transferring. He's just going to whatever. My and, bad. I thought you were talking about capping as far as not going to the NFL draft. Because I thought you, it seems like you think there might be a chance he goes back to college. Who, Morris? Caleb Williams, I thought you were still on Caleb. Oh, <laughs> no, you could. Uh, Bo Collins has also Whoops. announced that he's transferring from Clemson. Uh, he's going as well. I mean, good riddance to him. Pretty unremarkable <laughs> career he had. But uh, what I find interesting is that as you look at the highlights, man, or the headlines, when you talk about going to get a quarterback out of that portal, and I said this morning and I appreciate meeting, Notre Dame is out here dropping a bag because it was rumored they spent over a million on Sam Hartman. I know if they want to get Riley Leonard, it's probably going to take the same. And Matt Rule just dropped the headline 20 hours ago, said a good quarterback in the transfer portal costs $1 million to $2 million. So if you want to go get Riley Leonard or DJU or any of these type of guys, you're going to have to shuck out the ducket. Yo, man, like if Notre Dame 
goes and gets Riley Leonard, can you just join the ACC already? <laughs> Seriously. I mean, like, you, you want to come in and then you want to get an ACC QB like Sam Hartman? What does he do for you? The Sam Hartman thing. Hey, maybe if you were in the ACC as much, you would know that's what Sam Hartman does. Exactly. Now you want to go get Riley Leonard? You want to get another ACC QB? You want to play with the ACC during the pandemic because scheduling is a lot easier, so they throw you a bone. And, yeah, it's a symbiotic relationship. They got paid more, too. But now you don't want to play them, so now we got teams voting saying, hey, let's go bring on Stanford and Cal. Just join the ACC, man. Why You want to be like us, but you don't want to be us. <laughs> I don't get it. Stop taking – go get your own QB to not make the college football playoff. How about that? And then some of the uh, other happenings when you go look around college football and some of the people who are going to stay in Clemson lost uh, a couple of guys yesterday. As I said, Jeremiah Trotter Jr., he is leaving a program. Bo Collins is leaving that program. Spencer Rattler is saying goodbye to the South Carolina Gamecocks. Nate Wiggins also from Clemson said that he is leaving. He's going to go prepare for the NFL draft and not going to play in the bowl game. You know, something that uh, boils my blood when guys do that. But uh, other than that, <laughs> it's just going to be the action is going to be coming fast and furious. Were there any other headlines from the portal or guys leaving to go to the pros that caught your eye? Well, I just want to say to Roger the Irishman writing in, he's saying because they're Notre Dame, we pick who we choose. We don't need you. Well, then stop acting like oh, you need stop. us. Hold on. Let's stop acting like you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Stop Roger, acting like you need us. Roger, let me tell you something, partner. I'm then damn you know near about to go to the foul line. Yeah, yeah. You can see right now. Okay. They'll look at Let's this go. to see whether this is a flagrant. Man, that, that was scary. I don't, even, I don't even know if I want to see that again. you got to think that's going to be a flagrant. The question is, is it a one or a two? <laughs> Notre Dame fans, let me tell you something, okay? You guys are still talking like it's 1988. My mom and I were talking about you guys just the other Saturday and talking about Notre Dame and Sam Hartman. You guys haven't won a national championship since Tony Rice was out there at quarterback. And I was about six years old looking at my uncle's annuals and looking at that because you guys still think you're this championship program. A lot of the national championships that you won, black players weren't even on the field. I mean, let's start to change the mentality here. You guys can't recruit defensive linemen like that because your academic standards are too high. A 9-10 to 10 win program is all you're going to be most years. If you're lucky, you might get to the college football playoffs where you'll get smashed by the more physical, bigger, faster, stronger teams. These Notre Dame fans, every single year, when Sam Hartman went there, he, he's got better receivers and he's got a better offensive line. Well, I didn't see it because at Wake Forest, the last time I checked, he had a much better receiving court than what he had at Notre Dame. He came to you guys and choked. You were unranked at a certain point in the season. Now you want to go get Riley Leonard so you can go 9-3 and three again. This is not 1988. Notre Dame, you hadn't won a championship since I don't even know what songs were out back in 1988. Hall and Oates was probably the hottest thing smoking mm. since you guys won a national title. So you need to stop acting like you can get whoever you want and, and, and picking and choosing with that type of arrogant comment. The days of Notre Dame being a national championship contender year in year out are long gone get over it stop taking our qbs man seriously get over it notre dame fan I'm the flavor flavor of that oh i have mercy but they've been living on newt rockney for god knows when <laughs> all right